Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms. I'm the founder of this podcast and movement known as the W2 Capitalist. Today, we're checking in with Bryce, the gold mining mechanic up in North Pole, Alaska that I'm mentoring. Uh, we talk about a lot of different things, very little about real estate, but he's got some business ideas that we talk about. Uh, but the key things to talk uh, that we're going to discuss today are uh, socialism, how it's never worked. We get into a little discussion about how some of the most successful capitalist uh, people are preaching socialism and trying to get to the bottom of what's behind that. We touch on homeschooling a little bit and how, you know, Bryce is a product of homeschool and how me and my wife are talking about homeschooling our kids. And then we talk about uh, what came to be a controversial post in the real estate investing for the W2 employee Facebook group was uh, Bryce posted in there about using uh, his grandmother's money to invest and um, a lot of interesting feedback on that. Bottom line is he's experienced in it. I advised him to do it. I actually had an, another uh, call right after this uh, where I talked to a much more successful investor than myself, gave him the situation and that much more successful investor said, yes, I would use my grandmother's money too. So anyway, I'd love to, for you to weigh in on the topic. Let's get to it. W-2 Capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. sir good morning how we doing good man hey i gotta tell you thank you uh for your message yesterday because if it wasn't for you i would still be snoozing this morning and i would have, <laughs> i would have totally missed my morning routine and i would have been okay with that until i got up and felt like crap but uh i've been up since five getting after it and now so appreciate it very much and i mean that with all sincerity because otherwise it was one of those. It was one of those nights where I know, given the chance this morning to hit the snooze button, I would have done it. But mm -hmm. in the back of my mind, I was like, I got to talk to Bryce. Uh, <laughs> I got to get up, you know. So thank well, you. <laughs> I thank you. I thank you for taking the time, buddy. I I, I thought I, I was looking through my calendar, and I think it's next week is when I next w was when I'd scheduled it or whatnot. But it's been that's fine. Crazy. It's been yeah. crazy, but anyway, no, it's been happy to help, buddy. I still yeah. haven't went to bed yet. <laughs> no, you're on third shift, right? Yeah, not night. Well, it's it, the way it works up here is it's night shift. Really. There's only two shifts, so okay. it's it's twelve hours. So it's just it, they both mirror each other. Five forty-five to six six fifteen a.m. and p.m. But yeah. uh, uh, night shift on your days off is terrible. Yeah, like it's not yeah. so bad when I'm working. Yeah, but like, yeah. Trying Dude, to stay up all night is terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, I've heard of people doing that before. Um, I think some of the nurses um mm -hmm. will do that, and and then they'll change like every couple of months from night mm -hmm. shift to day shift. I'm like, 
who thought of that? Like get somebody, I don't know. I guess it's fair because nobody really wants to work the night shift because of what you're saying is your off days and maybe they have to do that rotation for fairness. But this one work. isn't so bad because I work a month of nights, month of days. Okay. And then my rotation, but the operators, they work a whacked schedule, dude. They work, how does it work? So they, four nights, they have three days off three days they take a day off come back three nights have another day off work four days and then they have seven days off like they're always flip-flopping back and forth i'm like oh my goodness you guys are that, there's no way what yeah i wonder what the what the um reason is for that that schedule i do not know um i've, I've often sharp. wondered that <laughs> Well, no, it, it doesn't. It, it's, it's terrible. I mean, yeah. because you're on one of them, they call it hell week. Yeah. And one of them, like I say, you work four night shifts. I, th I think I'm saying this right. I don't work the schedule, but you, you work yeah. four nights, take a day off three days, take two days off, work another three nights. And then you have seven off. The big kicker is seven days off once yeah. a month. Yeah, that, that would – I would just prefer to get into a schedule routine and let me do it, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, I'm, I'm getting to be that way. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Maybe I, it comes I, with age. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I, I've been trying to pick up as many night shifts as I can because nights works pretty good for me. It really yeah. does, except for the when I take a couple of days off. Yeah. Um, But uh, – I'm able to get up and get, get a few more things accomplished in the mornings because yeah. it's 12 hours. Right. So by the time I leave here, get home, you're looking at 15 to 16 hours um, of being away. And so yeah. that leaves you with not much time at all to get some stuff done to get a decent night's sleep. Yeah. And so day shift or night shift works way better for me. I feel like I sleep better with six and a half to seven hours of sleep. Yeah. Sleeping through the day because you're just so exhausted. You just, you're out. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I'm able to get up and do other stuff. But, but the days off is what really, because you, you wake up at two, three o'clock in the afternoon, you're ready to go. And then everybody's starting to wind down for the day. Yeah. And that at 10 o'clock at night, you're sitting around going, dang it, everybody's asleep. Now yeah, what am yeah. I going to do? <laughs> I got, that's okay. We're going to read some books. Yeah. That's a perfect time to dive into to some real estate activities for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. It works good. Yeah. It works good. Uh, and also some other, other things I got cooking too, which makes it nice. So I'm looking at, uh, actually looking at moving back to Montana here pretty quick. Yeah. How come? Um, it's, it's, this place has served me up here for what it needs, you nice. know? Yeah. And, uh, but it's way closer to family. I've got a lot of family back down there and I catch myself going, what, what's the point of it being up here? Like I first came up, it was really cool. It, awesome to work up here, but uh, I find myself working my butt off to fly back down and be with family or visit the girlfriend who's in Texas currently for a while. Yeah. And like Alaska's great. There's a lot of hunting, fishing. However, um, like when I'm not working, I'm gone. And so yeah. I'm not, I like Alaska, but I don't, I don't love Alaska, the lifestyle up here. Yeah. So 
I don't know that and I can do it personally. It's hard. It's I got I I got done what I wanted to as far as I got everything knocked out like seventy thousand worth of debt in two thousand seventeen. Nice. And then two thousand eighteen, I was left. I I'm like, okay, now what? And so it was just kind of a year of nothing. Yeah. Except for working a lot, traveling, seeing people. And then uh, this year I've been really just thinking about it. Like my little brother, he's seven. So. Okay. And I've got two nieces and nephews that I don't even really know, you mm. know? And so it, it, it it's, it's time to get back down there. And yeah. what what's really solidified it was a friend of mine and I were talking yesterday. He's actually flying up. We're going to completely gut this place out up here. My, my unit put new flooring, paint, all that. Um, and I was talking with him and came up with a pretty interesting business idea for the area of Bozeman, Montana, which he thought would work very well. It was basically like, uh, so, you know, you have like Uber Eats, right? Like yeah. on demand. Well, I, I asked him, I said, is there anything like that for contractors? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, what like you're you lay flooring or whatnot how often do you have to stop what you're doing to run to home depot or Lowe's or wherever and get supplies mm. and completely stop production and he goes i actually have to do that a lot and i said what if we created a service that eliminated that and like you could hear his eyes light up and go dude nobody <laughs> does that nobody's doing that here so we might give that a go yeah that's a really interesting idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, uh, I got to looking at it. There's actually some places in Atlanta, Georgia that do it. Okay. Um, it's called Mule to Go. And they actually even like it exactly what I had thought about. Mule? As in, as in the old jackass that hauls stuff? I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, Mule to Go, which basically I think what they're getting at is what do they call drug runners? They call them mules, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of an innuendo of that. I got you. I got so, you. you know, higher. Maybe mule, they're doing right? a little something on the side then. Maybe it could be. <laughs> but uh, it's a cool concept because it's, like I say, nobody's doing that. And yeah. I've talked to several people, a buddy of mine who owns a, um, a, a timber deck building business down in Salt Lake City. I was like, "What would you pay for a service like this?" He said, "Absolutely." He said, "I, I yeah, I hate having to stop production, so well, we might look into doing something like that." You've got the contractor side um, as one thing, but also like around here when we're doing home improvement stuff, we don't really consider it a project until we make it that third trip to Lowe's. Yep. You know, and it's <laughs> I've just accepted it. I used to get really frustrated at it. Uh, but I think also too, we used to live 40 miles from Lowe's from the nearest mm-hmm. big box store. Now there was a, um, a smaller, uh, mom and pop hardware store right around the corner, like less than a mile, but they knew that people would pay for convenience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everything was, uh, 20, 30% more in that store. And I, I just, you know, I hated paying more for it, but Mm -hmm. that's interesting. That's a really interesting idea. I like Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Yeah. I've never, and and like you can just hear it like with him and he's just like, uh, 
it, it went from an idea talking back and forth to going, no, this is what we're doing. Because the cost <laughs> to entry, <laughs> it was funny. The cost to entry isn't that much to get going. Like you need a business license, insurance, a truck and a trailer to test it yeah. out. Yeah. Like it's nothing, some hustling. And then you figure out, I've got to get connected with somebody on how to build an app. Because with that mule to go, like they have a pretty cool app. So yeah. it'd be no, no competition with them. I just basically need to be like, Hey, I need an app like this, like build me this for my own nonstop is what we're going to call it. Well, and you know, if you need, it'd be interesting to see if, if you uh, reached out to them and said, look, I love what y'all are doing. I want to open up the service here. And mm -hmm. you know, is there a partnership availability? Right. Yep. Absolutely. I like it. And with your buddy being in um, the construction industry, he probably knows a lot of the other general contractors in the area that, or subs that could say, mm -hmm. look, you know, here's what we got going on. That's a oh, uh, really interesting idea. I like it. I come up with enough ideas. One of them's bound to stick and be decently good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I no, I heard this the other, the other day and it really hit home with me because you know, I, so this podcast and everything, the W2 capitalist, this is not my first entrepreneurial activity, right? Mm -hmm. um, I actually, I had an app developed. It was a miserable failure. I've cut lawn. I mean, there's been probably a dozen things that I've done on the side that um, after a year or two, I'm like, okay, this is not as, nothing has been as um, successful as, the W2 capitals. And so I read something the other day. It says, you don't have to, and I forget who it was. Um, Mark Cuban says you only have to be right once. Well, it was something along those lines. You don't have to have a million great ideas. You just have to have one and realize yep. that the other ones are uh, steps to, uh, you know, you consider them failures, but you're stepping on those failures to success. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that is as a, I don't, it wasn't Cuban. Um, I'm actually not a big fan of Cuban. I don't know why. No, no. I love uh, Mark Cuban. Love him. I, I don't know. I, I just, that might be some of his political views. Oh, that could be. Which is but, super goofy. Like some of those super I don't rich capitalists. That. Yes. I don't it's like we get how, if you're a rich capitalist, other than, other than what I heard yesterday is if you are one of those rich capitalists and you're pushing, you know, toward commun uh, not communism, pushing socialism. toward socialism. Thank you. Um, you're doing it because you know, you're going to be in the elite class. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, maybe one day I will, but um, I just, I struggle yeah. with what you just said. I mean, you know, it's, it's, or I agree with what you just said, how these, these capitalists are, are all about socialism. Like, look, why don't, why don't you, I don't know if you agree with capitalism, which you do, cause that's what's made you successful. Right. Mm -hmm. um, how can you preach a totally different, there, there's a disconnect there that I just don't understand. But anyway. No, I, I, I agree on that. And it's, it is super, maybe it's their hearts in the right place. Like, because if you think about it, like everybody is kind of a socialist at heart. We want the best. We want everybody 
to succeed, right? And maybe not a so that sounds terrible. I guess everybody's a socialist at heart. But <laughs> yeah, if you if you get like the, <laughs> the socialist concept of give to everybody, everybody deserves a good career. Like I understand that, and yes, I, but capitalism is where it's at, and that's that that's what makes or breaks. Like socialism's never worked. And so I, uh, I, I'm with you. I, I don't don't understand how somebody can how people can build these empires on capitalism and then push for socialism. And maybe it is a thing like you're saying where they know they'll be better ahead with a socialistic economy with their businesses they have. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you know, and it's you know, so it's these people who have generational wealth, right? And if you look at a lot of businesses, and I forget the actual number, so I'm just going to say a lot. Most businesses, um, almost 100% fail by the third generation. Mm -hmm. But in a socialistic country, as long as you're part of the elite class, it tends to work for those families, right? So these people who have been uber successful, this is, you know, uh, have... I think they're looking out for their great grandkids saying, look, I'm going to set you guys up for success. And this is the way they're trying to do it. Now I don't necessarily agree with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I get why they would want to do it, but if they're truly socialist at heart, then there's a way for them to give back now and not force everybody else to do it. Yeah. And I guess my, my comment was that, yeah, that wasn't, wasn't very well worded (laughs) the socialist socialist concept is it's beautiful right if it worked if it worked if it worked it it doesn't work no no no. there's from everything i've read and i'm just a dumb hillbilly from montana but everything i've studied (laughs) is it doesn't it's never worked it's never worked in any economy and it's nice if we could all sing kumbaya and everybody get along and share and everybody lives equally and there's no higher or lower, but then that takes the beauty out of life. I think. (laughs) Well, so the dumb hillbilly from Montana and the redneck from Alabama agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Socialism is, is, is a failed method. Um, And I I was homeschooled, so I, I don't know nothing. (laughs) Right. <laughs> well you know I, I more and more people talking about being homeschooled um but they're also some of the more successful people that i know mm-hmm. right and, I, I like to make that joke because i got made fun of it when i was younger yeah, and yeah. so now it's just it's just a running joke if people get so mad like, I, I was homeschooled i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> well my wife and i were talking about potentially homeschooling our kids as well and um mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to uh, Gino Barbaro from uh, Jake and Gino. You know those guys? He's a... Um, I've seen you just... I need to listen to that podcast, actually. Yeah, I so he they homeschooled their children. And he said, you know, it really was a lifestyle thing for us. It wasn't that we wanted to, you know, we have something against the public or private school system. It's we wanted the flexibility to say, mm-hmm. hey, this week we're going to take off and go wherever because my wife teaches them, the teacher's going with us. So they get school 
while we're on vacation, you know, cause he said, we're done within three or four hours. And he, then he said, what really hit me and I didn't really under, um, think about this. He said, you know, my oldest son, it gives him an opportunity to tutor my youngest. And mm -hmm. so that family bond is just so much more strengthened through that process. I was like, wow, that's, I'd never thought about that, you know? So absolutely. I, I can totally resonate with that because it was the same thing. I'm the oldest of nine kids. Oh, so, nine. wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. So, Your parents were busy. So, oh, they were, <laughs> they, they had fun at least nine times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But uh, no, you can totally, you can totally, I, I can resonate with that dynamic because it was, it was helping the younger ones out with uh, whatever they what they needed help with because my mom, she also had her own catering business, little entrepreneurial there. Yeah. And so I, I always kind of grew up with that and I bought and sold cars at 15, 16. I was promoting demolition derbies at 18, 19. So it really allowed me to um, try different things, you know, that you wouldn't be able to in, in a public school setting. There's nothing wrong with public school, but it just, it was better for me and I had yeah. a loud mouth and I probably would have gotten in a lot of trouble <laughs> well, in, in uh, public school. Me and you both. Uh, I got to where my last years in high school, the principal would come up to me the first day. All right, Mr. Helms, you want to go ahead and get the disciplinary over stuff over with, or you want to try it this year and see if you're going to make it without, <laughs> without any issue. I, I liked just, it. I want to try it. I want uh, no need to do it today. It was very shortly I was in his office. <laughs> so. Yeah, but but home homeschooling is it, it is so it, it's awesome and unique on that end of things. Yeah, and uh, because you are and you're able to have like you're able to have your kids have little lawn mowing businesses or stuff like that where they can get their school done in the morning, and then if they want to go make some money, they can go do it. Yeah, you know, for in the afternoon, you're not you're not held back by a classroom. And especially with your, with your W two capitalist in in your real estate empire you're building, that's going to be really cool to be able to teach your kids, yeah, in your way on that. Yeah. That's going to be super awesome to see in ten fifteen years. Yeah. So um, I love telling people this, but my son, he's four. He's been to thirteen closings. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. Yeah. My daughter's Third? two. She's been to nine. So she's, I think it's nine, eight or nine. But yeah. What, what do they think of it? Is a well, four-year-old kind? They don't know yet, don't, but is a four-year-old really kind of getting it? Yeah, they don't really know. I don't think. Uh, it's more of a, you know, I mean, the first one he went to, it was three weeks old, you know, so it was. Well, yeah, he was, yeah. He slept yep. Um, but the last one, you know, the last property we went to, our last property we bought, he, um, we, we took an entire family to look at it. Um, mm -hmm. and so when we went to sign the paperwork, we got to tell him, Hey, you remember that property we went and looked at and he, you know, he had referenced the city, you know, Hey, it's a mobile. And, um, yeah, I was like, yeah we're, so we're going to buy that. That's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to live there. No, no, no. We're not going to live there. Other people are going to live there and they're going to pay us money to, to live there other people are going to pay you money. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, yeah. It's, it's, and he's gone on me like when, um, 
couple of our properties we've we've done some renovation for and he's helped out with that as far as you know going with me to pick up whatever supplies that you know in his time it's probably going to be like hey let's call bryce and the and the uh what's the name of your company you're going to create we're going to call it non-stop non-stop let's call non let's bring up the non-stop app and uh (laughs) let's get some more (laughs) supplies but he's he's gone with me to um you know, pick up supplies and do repairs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we've actually got an, um, a five plex we're looking at on Friday that uh, we're all going to go to. So it's, he's getting it, you know, um, mm-hmm. my daughter's too. She, she doesn't know yet, but she will eventually. Hey everybody. So I want to take a break from the action real quick to introduce you to one of the new affiliates of the show, Everly Well. You can find out more about them at w2capless.com slash affiliates. And that is with an S on the end of affiliates, but Everly Well has 25 plus uh, or so home health test systems. And the way I was introduced to them was through uh, their food sensitivity test. So uh, this is not a food allergy test, but a food sensitivity test, which I understand it's the way that your gastro system processes certain foods and how it reacts to that. So for about the last five years, I've been battling acid reflux, GERD. I've got a second opinion from a general physician. I've got a third from a gastro specialist, which included an upper endoscopy, which if you've had one of those before, you know what kind of a fun process that is. But, um, and they all agreed, Hey, you've got GERD, you've got acid reflux, let's subscribe you to this, uh, medicine, but the medicine didn't always work. So I knew something else was up. Well, through the grace of technology and Google, I was uh, stumbled upon, um, Everly well and their home health food sensitivity test. Uh, it takes them about five weeks to process the test once you get, get it back to them. But what that showed me or revealed to me that I actually have a gluten food sensitivity. And since discovering this, I've done a really good job of transforming my diet and being in gluten uh, aware. Uh, I still feel weird asking for, hey, is this a gluten-free or do you have gluten-free uh, items on your menu when we go out to eat? But what I can tell you is that after about a month of, of watching my diet and staying away from this food sensitivity that I now discovered I have through Everly Well, I'm no longer taking or need to take my acid reflux medicine. And I'm also sleeping better at night, which my wife is going to joke that is there any way possible I could sleep better at night? But yes. And being a W2 capitalist, you want to get that full seven to eight hours of sleep at night so you can feel refreshed and ready to go to not only tackle your investment activities, but also to be great at your W-2. So check them out. Check out Everly Well and all of our affiliates at w2capitalist.com slash affiliates. Now let's get back to it. I like it. Okay, so um, let's talk about this real quick. On a couple of weeks ago, I'd asked about, because like about my grandma and her money or whatnot, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that was kind of funny because people kind of freaked out. Like there was like, <laughs> <laughs> don't take your grandma's. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's liquid cash. She's just got setting around and all I'm doing is going, Hey, instead of locking it away in a CD for 15 months, what if I just pay you $50 a month for potential access to that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was impressed by the amount of feedback you got on that. What, what did you decide to do? Um, I actually talked her into, instead of doing a CD, going into putting it into 
um, like a money market, like a discover money market. Yeah. Until down the road, right? Like when, say, if I find a good deal or she's even out there hunting now, it's awesome. Really? 71 year. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like there's some, there's a couple houses that might work for a flip back where I'm at, you know, yeah. be able to buy an 1800 square foot house for 20,000 bucks that needs some extensive work. Yeah. But the, the ARV on it from as best I can tell would be about 160,000. So you could buy it for 20. Even if you had to put 80 into it, you could turn around and flip it for a decent, a decent profit. Yeah. But, um, it's all, it's her old, it's the old mindset of money, keeping that money safe. Right. And my big thing was, is I could definitely give my grandma a lot better return on her money than 2.15%. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The only, and I think this is the sentiment of, of most people who responded, um, on that message is, you know, it's a risk, right. To Mm -hmm. where that money, not money market, that savings account, whatever she's in, uh, as long as it's backed by the FDIC, that money's hers, you know? True. Yep. So, and I understand that too. Yeah. Yeah. And and with me talking to you, uh, I kind of feel like I knew that about you, but if I would have just saw that post and, um, and my phone just went off. If I would have saw that post just out of the blue, you know, and not have talked to you and got to know you a little bit, I would have responded the same way. I was like, no, this guy's crazy. But I will say this. I, I don't know that I would personally, unless it was just money I knew my grandmother had to, she would never need, right, to live off. And that's of. pretty much what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, like I say, just liquid cash, Yeah. right? Just, she's already got herself set up to live comfortably. This is just little padding that she wants to set aside nice type yeah. of a thing and so i was just like huh well yeah. that's money that could benefit both type of a thing you know and that's kind of another reason i really enjoy real estate and wanting wanting to become an expert in it is you can take you can help family members out right yeah you can give them better returns than they could get anywhere else yep if you're um, willing to mix that business and family mm-hmm. aspect. And I know a lot of people aren't. Um, I think they get up on the Dave Ramsey kick of dinner isn't the same after you do that. Yeah, I hear that conversation a lot. And I've made that comment a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, I, you know, I've um, attempted to get my family members involved as well, but they're just not comfortable with it. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I would probably be more conservative with their money than I am my own. Mm-hmm. You know, when it came to that sort of thing, so kind of feel like you're the same way, right? Oh, my grandma's my everything, dude. It's not yeah. like I would. I, I'm not that person that would just take it, blow it, and then be like, "Oh, well, sorry, grandma." Like, no, no, no. If if something ever did happen, I know means to go make a lot of money if I have to go out of country. That like, if I had to, yeah. that money would be paid back. Yeah, you know, and. Yeah. But it is maybe it's a nostalgia to be able to help out your grandma or help out or or better their money too. 
I guess yeah. I could say like, yeah, peepers. And I guess what I was getting at, well, like, what would it be worth it to basically pay fifty dollars a month to have that form of cash sitting in a bullpen, and then once you use it, then you go into paying the ten to twelve percent on hard money. You know, because if they're going to put it into a CD that pays the same thing, be like, hang on, just a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. I've never done hard money or private money on a deal. Mm -hmm. And so there's something about, so you have to understand my experience level. Here, here's what I would do. I, I would figure out, you know, if she wants to put it in a CD and sometimes CDs here recently are just as much as those money market accounts you mentioned, right? They're not mm -hmm. making a whole lot, but if she wanted to go that route, um, so her money is being productive and still give you the option, find out what her penalties or her fees would be if she drew out that money early. Right. Mm -hmm. That's and true. Say, too. Look, I'll, I'll cover your fees or, you know, uh, that way you're not out of pocket until you use it. Mm -hmm. and, and I know we're only talking about 50 bucks, but, or whatever y'all come up with, but it's one of those things where, I just, I struggle with paying for a resource that I'm not using. No, absolutely. You know, and if, if it still serves her purpose, she still, you know, she wants to do the CD route, she can do that. And then, um, but I don't know what those, I've never done a CD either. I actually looked into it. Um, I think you have to keep it in there or you get nothing. If I don't remember right. Like, cause I think, cause like it's the oh, gotcha. old way. It's it's the old pre nineteen seventy one way of thinking of money is putting money's money in CDs back when banks used to pay eight nine percent on CDs yes. type of thing. Yeah, like and and so 80s. she's oh yeah, and so I think that's kind of the mentality like that she's still kind of in you know, yeah. and so but I I've got her not talked out of it but like she's at least going to put it into a money market because like discover right now, I think one of the money markets that I have that I park a bunch of cash until I get ready to use it, it's like 2.35, I think, which is awesome. Which, which is, yeah, it's, it's not your, your money's really not losing. It's, it's yeah. able to kind of hang there, not lose value. And so I think she's going to do something similar until, but she's all, she's all excited because she's looking at properties around and doing different stuff yeah. like that. So that, that'll be super fun. At a bank yeah. on Monday, quote me 0 0.03 on a savings account. And I said, Oh, 3%. She goes, no, no, it's 0.03%. I said on a savings account. She goes, yes. It's like, okay. Don't want to waste any more of your time. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Because <laughs> I've I've got something that I'm trying to move to to because I I just what I'm getting right now is not a I think it's one percent you know. Mm -hmm. Um, look at look at Discover online. Like even okay. their their online accounts, they're like one point something, and then you can do their their money markets, which is liquid. You can actually even get a debit card, and I re I, I I'd have to look at it, but I I want to say it's like two point three five. Okay. Um, and that's that. what, 
that's what I've, I've been, I've got a couple accounts with them. One of, one of them is just the main one yeah. um, is where I've just been slinging money. And this, uh, well, cause I was on the whole Dave Ramsey kick. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was my emergency fund area. And so by the end of this week, I'll have like 30,000 in that, I think just liquid cash. Yeah. So, and then if I do decide to move back to Mon, that's going to be the funny thing about moving back to Montana. Like the real estate might not sideline, but might get just kind of put on hold till I can get something up and running like this and then really hammer down if this deal turns out to be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause I was looking at that 14 flex and it just, um, after it, it needed, it needs a bunch of work. Yeah. And it, it just wasn't the the numbers weren't there. And plus I didn't quite feel being this far, being up here and trying to deal with that down there at this time in, uh, I guess in my investing career was not a good idea yet. Yeah. So still just hunting ideas. Like I say, like I found a couple properties that, um, seemed like they would work really good for a flip. Like I say, buy it for 20. Yeah. And, and if it, I've got to talk to some more people, but like I've looked at other sales of other properties similar to that in, in the town and they're yeah, 150,000 or whatnot. Nice. You might be uh, stepping onto a little gold mine there. If you do that. Might, might be, but it's been on the, I I don't know why it, it, yeah, no kidding. I don't know why it hasn't sold yet because there, there's got to be something other with it. I'm thinking, or maybe there's been dogs sitting in it for a yeah. while type of thing where they put the dogs in there and just leave the dogs in the house and they piss and yeah. whatnot yeah. all the time. So maybe that's why, but there's some, there's something else with it. Maybe that I'm not seeing yet where people haven't jumped on it. Smells like opportunity. Some call it yeah. darkness, but it's opportunity. <laughs> well, well, that's what I keep saying. And I'll, I mean, it's in, it's in between two schools of walking yeah. distance. Um, a decent part of the town's not that big, but people are, yeah, like there, there, there's some opportunity with this one house. The one thing is it's got asbestos siding, which isn't too big to deal with. Just remove it. And yeah, which can get expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if it's done properly i've had it quoted it i've had it quoted out uh once or twice and um the main reason i didn't go through that is because the the margins in the deal were not that good mm-hmm. you oh i'll have to look the montana laws or whatnot i'm not sure if you have to have licensed asbestos License. dealers you, yeah. they have to come remove it huh? and even if it's on there you know if it's in pretty good shape um you can still i think you can still re- I don't know. I wouldn't say repair it, but you can still have it on there as long as it's not disturbed. It's, you know, it's supposed to last for forever technically. So if it's not in bed, if it, you know, if you can throw some paint on it, you know, that may save Mm -hmm. you some costs there, but you also got to look in if you're flipping it, will the buyer with your potential buyer buy Mm -hmm. it with asbestos on it? Yep. I I probably wouldn't if you're trying to get, you know, top of the market pricing for it. No. So how, how's, uh, how's your big unit doing? You guys refinance that yet? 
No, we're probably going to, um, we've got to get, uh, things a little bit more stabilized. So we're, uh, we're probably three months away from doing that. Um, we, we're, the construction has been slow. Um, and so now we're to the point where we have all the units that we're going to redo right now are, mm-hmm. um, I think they'll all be rented by the end of May because the ones that are complete are rented or have signed leases on them. And the ones that are not complete already have people pre-approved to move in when they're ready. So the idea is, is to get those in, get several months of income showing on the statement and then, and then go to the bank and say, okay, let's refinance now. Here's, here's what we're looking at. Right. And that, that whole valuation could swing several hundred thousand dollars versus what we're getting for rents today versus what we'll be getting for rents in a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of months. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going, it's just taking is slower than anybody would want it to be, you know, moving in the right direction. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, uh, I've got some really good partners on that that are, um, you know, it's not their first rodeo. So it's, it's helping us out understanding, Hey, what needs to be done? When does it need to be done? Um, and some of the other, you know, they've got one, I want to say one other similar property in the, in, uh, about 45 minutes from this one where a lot of the things that we're running into now, they run into like three to six months ahead of what we've <laughs> running into on that one. So they're getting experience on that one. And then we're, we're benefiting from that. So it's, it's working out pretty nice. Just not as like fast it. as everybody wants it to, you know? Mm-hmm. And then your podcast, I see that's climbing the ranks. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I am extremely impressed by 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 that. I will tell you though, was the, the one of the most popular shows is is when uh, when you and I talk. So this, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's that's in, it's interesting. It's it's very funny to just the, the two words when you sit down with somebody. Oh, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, I I work in, exactly. in North Pole, Alaska, and I work in a gold mine. Instantly, yeah. people are like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, you're, like, I mean, their ears uh, poke up for sure. You know, they do. There's so many questions. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's definitely an awesome conversation starter. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, def- might not have that too much longer anymore, I guess, but. Well, you know, like you said, it served its purpose. You're not there, so you can have those those uh, conversations, right? I mean, you're there to your goal there is to make some money and pay off some debt, and mm-hmm. like you said, it's it's served its purpose, and you know, you're ready to go for your next chapter, which I'm I'm looking forward to following you and and, and seeing where you go. So yeah, I'm I'm getting super excited. Like I say, it it was yesterday. It went from because I've been kicking around that idea for a bit. Yeah, it went from talking to a buddy about this idea and then all of a sudden it registering in his head and him going oh yeah no, nobody does this nobody yeah. does this around here this is so when are we starting this I'm like well uh, we got to get the house because <laughs> it works really good because the guy that I'm renting to um currently the guy that he used to rent next to in their old in his old duplex he's currently looking for a place Nice, nice. So you're like going to keep that property when you move back to Montana? For a bit, yeah, yeah. for a while. Um, 
and, and see how it goes. Because I'm not, I'm not kidding, Jay. Like this guy, the, my tenant, Tim, like this place is his. Like he looks after it like it's I, – I, I would feel so comfortable having him like not even hiring a management company, nothing like that. Just he'd be staying here. He would line up everything that, that yeah. potentially would need to be done. You know, nice. I mean, everybody's going to laugh at me, but the dude is so like, I, I feel so comfortable with the guy. Like after I got rid of the management company, I gave, I already gave him to his deposit money back. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that, but, <laughs> but <laughs> right. however, I, people are going to laugh. Has, <laughs> people, people are going to laugh. However, he's got me probably $4,000 worth of savings on having my car repaired because of people yeah. he knows it's all that kind of connection i got you right so it, and it's always different stuff like that so i'm like yeah okay this that that's you don't do that with every tenant but this yeah. is yeah. just a different it's a different tenant you know yeah. i mean it's this this place is his he's always he's already repaired mass amounts of things over there just little things and hasn't even told me about it yeah. Until like recently, like, yeah, I, I did this, this, and this. It's just, it's his place. He just maintains it. Doesn't ever call me on it. Well, and it probably helps that you're there too, mm -hmm. right? Um, I've inherited tenants when I buy a property, inherited tenants that did not have a security deposit when they moved in. And when they moved out, it showed. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, it's, um, uh, it'd be interesting to see how it goes, you know? Yeah. For sure. Um, no, no, and not, like I say, like it's, I've got a good judge of people after a bit, I think. Yeah. And like I say, like it's, he takes care of the place and he's always wanting to help and prove it and not, I mean, I'm not asking him to do anything astronomical yeah. or he's not, he's just doing little piddly things where normal tenants would be calling you all the time. You know, yeah. Hey, my light bulb's out. <laughs> no, and he, he takes care of it. Hey, the, the, the toilet was leaking or whatnot. He yeah. replaced the seal in it. Didn't even, nothing. He just, he's like, hey, I want to let you know. The toilet nice. is like, I was like, no, I took care of it. So, no, I feel very comfortable at least, at least for a couple of years. I know this place will be fine for a couple of years, you know. Yeah. And if he decides to move out, hopefully by then we'll have the F-35s out of Ileson and the property values will go up even more up here than they already are yeah <clears throat> and then we'll go from there nice but that was a that was a big weight lifted off it's like man, what am i gonna do i've yeah. got all this kind of cooking and then yeah. all of a sudden sean wants to rent a place at a thousand square feet up here rents for 1450 a month wow dollar mm. 45 a foot that's pretty good mm -hmm. that's uh that's nice <laughs> Very, yeah. Well, look, man, I've got a hard stop. I've got uh, another call at six thirty, which was one oh. minute ago. So, um, all right, all right, brother. It was good look, to man, talk to you. As always, enjoy talking to you. Uh, let's keep our our next appointment um, for next week. Okay. Because we didn't get to talk about Vegas. I want to hear about that. Oh, buddy, I love it. I love <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Flava Flav was at the Derby. I'll just put that as a teaser out there. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right man well i'll talk to you next week we'll see you bryce all right have a good night buddy all right see you bye